on the cover. Darren is up to bat in an Apex City Cosmos uniform. Across from her at the pitcher's mound, William winds up a pitch while behind her, the Baroness signals for a fastball. Piero stands off to the side in an umpire's uniform, watching carefully for any funny business. The stands are packed with familiar faces. Tony Rex Dakota, the entire Infernus family, Olivia LaRange, and a figure who appears to be made entirely of honeybees packed into a supersuit, all of whom are cheering wildly. Issue 10, take B out to the ball game. Welcome to... I forget what issue this is. I am a terrible person. Go home, Jeremy. I hurt myself. Okay. It's, I'm, on, I'm on drugs. It's fine. <laughs> By the way, I'm on drugs, so uh, please bear with me. Um, don't do don't, drugs, you say, you say that as if you're, like, doing meth. Yeah, you gotta, like, you gotta calm down with the, with yeah, the drugs. Yeah, no, it's not... I'm on nothing mind-altering. Painkillers. <laughs> yeah. Pregnazone. I'm on steroids. Steroids, yeah. So yeah. if there's a little more rage in Because movies, your body broke. Yeah, it happens. All right. So moving on. We are going... He's going to cut this later, you know, because he all can do that. Later. That's true. Yeah. None of this is making it into the final cut. Fart. I can't let everyone know about my... About your drug habit. Weaknesses. Right. Fart. <laughs> that you're taking, you're taking GM-enhancing drugs. Oh. 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 It's, good, it's a good first minute of audio content. <laughs> <laughs> So, we are going to start this particular issue, which now that I think about it, is issue 10. Wow. Um, double digits. Yeah, we just hit double digits. And in the aftermath of the Simonson Parkway Bridge battle, um, the Baroness was pretty messed up. Yes. And we're actually going to start with a couple of panels as the Baroness is falling into the river. Okay. And so... When you were hit with the void chime and you fell into the Kinney River, basically all of your senses just scrambled right there right. in that minute. Um, your electronics kind of stacked out, your normal vision blacked out, and for just a minute you kind of wondered if maybe this is how you die. Um, but you didn't. Okay. And as you kind of settle into the silt, something happened that, as far as you know, has never happened to you before. Did I have a coma fantasy? Actually, yes, but yes. we're going to get to that in just a second. Okay. So through the static, as that starts to clear, uh, letter by letter, just kind of marching across your field of vision, uh -huh. uh, R-E-B-O-O-T. <laughs> and you are in a white plexiglass room, and across from you in this room is a what looks to be young adult black bear. And... There's a big one-way mirror on one of the walls that you can kind of see, and you feel a little bit apprehensive that you're in this room with a wild animal. Hmm. It looks like a very familiar bear, and for a minute you get kind of this almost, like you don't belong where you're at. What do you do? I'm gonna, I'm gonna look around, try, like, where am I? I, I wanna know, like, I know I'm in a lab, but like, what else do I see? What else is here? Sure, sure. So you kind of start taking in your surroundings a little more. You notice that there are uh, three cameras. There's one that's kind of horizontal, one that's vertical, and then one up in the corner at an angle. Um, and two of those have flashing red lights, and one of them is slowly panning around the room. Okay. Um, on the far wall, like I said, there's a big one-way mirror, and assumedly there is someone or something on the other side of that that you can't tell. Okay, okay. Um, how far away am I from the bear? Probably like 20, 30 feet. It's a big room. Okay, it's a big um, room. Yeah, it's not like you're in a tiny cubicle. <laughs> but that said, there 
there is a big heavy door kind of okay. opposite the mirror. But other than that, there's no furniture. There's no kind of like nothing that would make you comfortable. Okay. This is a very sterile environment. So I would go over towards that door. Okay. Uh, you head over towards the door. There is a little handle on the inside and there's a keypad. Okay. I try the handle. Okay, you reach out for the handle, and I want you to tell me what this handle looks like. Because you're seeing this from your point of view. This is not a bare hand. Right. So what does it look like? The hand, it looks, it looks mostly human. Like, it, it's hard, because I haven't, I, you know, I haven't looked at human hands for a while. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, it, it looks like a human hand to me. Okay, okay. So it just looks like a standard sort of human hand. Right. And as you touch this, uh, this handle, you get a shock. Okay. So basically, it's it's electrified. Right. Yeah. Uh, and as you get that shock, your vision kind of statics itself back again. And you can kind of feel motion. You're being hauled up onto the shore of the river. And your, your electronic vision is starting to reset itself. You can see a lot of helicopters flying around. Mm-hmm. You can see a lot of motion. Um, you can hear distant gunfire. Um, and a logo starts spinning in front of your field of vision. It's a shield with two swords crossed behind it, and yeah. on the shield there is a there is an outline of a bear kind of rampant, <laughs> and superimposed uh, over that sort of logo are the words Project Armager. Below that logo, you can't move right now. You don't have okay. any. But as your eyes kind of scan over it, there are three little buttons, and each of these buttons has a pretty photorealistic picture of an animal on it. From left to right... You have eagle, lion, and rhinoceros. And you kind of get the idea that as your vision sort of... Puma. But as your... The lion can be a puma if you want. I'll, I'll okay. You that. okay. Yes! So, so the lion is a puma. So it's eagle, puma, and rhinoceros. Yes! All right. um, so as your vision kind of slides across the three of those, they highlight. Okay. And you kind of get the idea that you're being asked to make an input. Make, make a selection. So okay. what are you going to input? <laughs> I mean... I'm getting, I'm getting some uh, little voice in my ears telling you to pick rhino. So I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to select the rhino first. Okay. So you'll notice on your character sheet now that there is an armature track. Yes, there is. Cir- circle that R. Circle that R. Circle that R. And so what this does is, first off, as soon as you do that, there is this like really flashing kind of... You just go blank. Okay. So your system is now rebooting itself. Okay. And it is rebooting in rhinoceros mode. Okay. <laughs> you are still physically going to be a bear, but right. some things are going to change. And we'll get to those when you get to those. Okay. But more importantly, what you get is, for now, mm-hmm. uh, you have, from the Nova book, shielding. Interesting. Yes. Now, here's what to know about that. Rather than whatever else you would do for shielding, on top of anything else, you mark that armature track every time you use that move. Okay. Uh, the next time you have three conditions marked at the same time, you're going to lose that and you're going to choose one of those other uh, animals. Got it. You do that and you black out and we flash forward. So we get a couple of panels. It's a beautiful day out at uh, Apex Stadium and the entire Darren family is taken in a ball game. Mm-hmm. We kind of talked earlier about how the, uh, the Apex City baseball team has not really been doing very well, but they're on a comeback. And everyone is just very excited. So, like, most of the city is here. Mm-hmm. And the panels we get here um, are, you know, Officer Darren, Meredith, the two boys, and Darren. And I, and I kind of mostly want to focus on how Darren is interacting with this baseball game. It is, by all accounts, a really exciting one. Mm-hmm. There is, it's a tied score. We're in the, the last inning. Mm-hmm. And the audience, the crowd is kind of going crazy. How has Darren felt about this whole experience? I think she'd be just over the moon. She... <laughs> 
First of all, I think she would believe that this whole game is about the baseball bat and hitting off as hard as it can. <laughs> so she thinks this is just record keeping of like, go baseball bat. <laughs> Basset ball bat. Just do your best. Uh, has Darren gotten into like any of the like giant foam finger? Uh, yes. Yes, for her yeah. tendrils. Definitely. Yes, definitely. definitely. Several foam oh. Yes, be- several foam fingers. Yeah. Like, basset ball bat. <laughs> Uh, Meredith is very much into this as well, Aww, so I think Meredith. I think I think this is kind of a bonding thing for the two of you. Yeah. Um, but you've just and she's kind of like teaching you some of like the the normal baseball chants and that kind of stuff. And so we're in the uh, the bottom of the last inning. Mm-hmm. It is the Apex Cosmos versus the Steel Town Sentinels, and the Cosmos are up at bat and it's tied score. And this is the last out. So if this doesn't happen, then it, everything is kind of riding on it. Mm-hmm. And Fantastic Floyd Hansen steps up to the plate. <laughs> whiffs twice, and on the last one, with two bases down, cracks a home run, and the, the audience just goes absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. And so you've got this big scene of like everyone kind of standing up and cheering, and uh, this is what they needed to win to get into the playoffs. So this Whoa. was a pr- pretty big moment. Yeah, this is Cosmos. a big deal. And we move from there to our first actual scene. Mm-hmm. So after this game, uh, Darren and family are at a little cafe kind of in the, the same district because you don't want to try and drive anywhere immediately. Yeah, with all that post-game traffic. Exactly. So they just walked a few blocks and they're at kind of a little cafe having sort of a, a little sit-down. It's, you know, this was an earlier kind of game, so it's not, you know, middle of the night um, mm-hmm. because apparently that's how large games happen. They don't happen in evening hours when they can be televised because I know how baseball works. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like someone did research. It could have been a qualifying game during the afternoons. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, it could have been a four o'clock game. Thank you. And the plan here has kind of been to meet the Baroness for a little little cafe lunch. Because the Baroness can't get into a a baseball stadium, unfortunately, at the moment. That's so sad. That just seems so discriminatory. It's okay, I can stream it on my Wi-Fi. It's so speciesist. (laughs) But yeah, also metal detectors. Yeah, metal detectors. Yeah. Oh. Will there be a parade? That's what I want to know. Oh. Uh, I think if they, I, th- I think if they, yeah, I think there, there probably will be. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think the sports or, team does good. Yeah, or, at least, or at least a lot of celebration. So there's horns going off. <laughs> there's confetti happening. Um, and you guys are at a little corner cafe, and it's a nice area. It's mostly foot traffic. There's no actual street traffic at this point mm-hmm. because the kind of streets around the stadium have been sort of closed off. And first off. Uh, the kids are having ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Officer Darren is having himself a milkshake. Mm-hmm. Uh, Meredith seems to have a little Sunday. What is Darren into? I'm eating relish straight from the tea. <laughs> <laughs> you just got a little jar of relish. Yeah. Did they put anything on top? Did they give you like a cherry or whipped cream or anything? I mean, if they were to give me anything, it would probably be just lettuce on top. Decor. <laughs> okay. I, yeah. I mean, they definitely want to try and make it feel like a desserty thing mm-hmm. for everyone. So I think they probably made a little lettuce. Yeah. Straight lustard. Yeah, yeah, straight relish with a little maybe top little, of maybe a little bead on top for the color. Yeah, yeah. that'd be so cute. Yeah. Or like a little it's cut in the shape of a swan. Ooh, oh, <laughs> what cafe is this? Fancy, <laughs> really nice one. <laughs> or with really bored employees. So the Baroness at this point is heading down the street towards this, uh-huh. and I want to talk about some of the physical changes that have happened. Okay. So now that you're in Rhino mode, yes, um, you always had that little cyber eye. But now you also have a cyber horn. Okay. Uh, the the cybernetics that kind of compose part of your body have bulked up a little bit, so you weigh uh-huh. even more than you used to. Okay, Does, so where is my cyber horn? That is a great question. I'm going to let that go to you. 
But it's somewhere on your head. Okay, I'm... Yeah. I, I'm thinking, like, right in the forehead, like, unicorn style. Okay, that works for me. Okay. All right, so you've got just a cybernetic horn in the middle of your head. It's not a huge one. It's a little... Yeah. It's stout, but it's yeah. not very long. This sounds very similar to the three-tusked Apex City Boar. Well, let's have tusks. This is a horn. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, maybe similar, but not legally distinct from <laughs> You're not going to get sued by the cosmos. A different structure. Yes. Does I could sue have... my marble for looking like Rhino, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> Does, they don't have a copyright on rhinoceroses. Yes. yes. Oh, you still have fur? You're just yes. like, and you have a horn now? And... Yes. yes. Her body is that of a bear. It's just that she's wearing a rhino suit. Yeah, she has like a, a, like a, a cybernetic rhino, rhino horn, yeah. yes. but has not turned into a rhinoceros. You ever seen horse okay. armor? Yes, I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like horse armor. Yeah. Exactly like horse armor. Mm-hmm. And I think the kids Good upon morning. seeing you uh, coming down the street react very positively. I think they run over towards <laughs> you, and like, one of them is like hanging off your horn. Okay. Um... How does Darren react to this? I'm absolutely terrified. <laughs> I'm absolutely hor- like to absolutely like shit myself, terrified of what. <laughs> what has happened to your? What family? happened? I'm yeah. gonna say describe that on the page. Yeah. <laughs> relish oh. everywhere. Yeah, I I was I had my tendrils. They were Spitting. in a jar of relish. I'm having a great time. Suddenly, someone who looks kind of like my friend, but definitely doesn't look like my friend anymore, comes in. And you're, you're way even heavier, and you can feel, like, the ground rumble when you yeah, walk in. Yeah, I like that. And I look, and do you know how disturbing it is to see this, <laughs> like, your best friend that you've, like, you have bonded together, and then she comes in, and she looks like a titan, and you're, like, <laughs> and, like, this was after a baseball game. Like, right. like I'm very heightened and, like, very sensitive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would be absolutely terrified by you. Like... <laughs> Is there going to be a like an actual physical reaction or just a like face on a panel? I feel like I would ripple like my like skin all the tone. Tables floating? You know, not tables floating, okay. but more like um, you know when chameleons uh, get frightened in their yeah, yeah, skin, yeah. like yeah. changes and like ripples into different colors. Oh, I like it. That. Would be like nice. holographically rippling because I would be like so pumpful. I'm thinking neon pink, yellow, orange, maybe some like waves of blue like going okay. through. Kind of like, like on the bottom of a pool floor when the waves are on it. And, and I think Officer Darren definitely um, notices your discomfort here mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like gently places a hand on your shoulders like, it's okay, it's still Jackie. She's just gone through some changes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a horn on her head. And that's weird, I'll admit. <laughs> uh, I, I'm slightly more concerned by the mass game, but, um, I, you know, the van, I think, could probably still take it. <laughs> Uh, at this point, the Baroness has kind of reached the uh, little outdoor cafe table where, you uh-huh. know, the rest of this family is sitting. Uh, and Meredith, you know, kind of gives you a little wave. What do you do? I, uh, I kind of, kind of wave back and I, I say, uh, I say hi to Darren. And you can tell that Darren is just freaking out internally. <laughs> 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 there was a little head shake there at the table that doesn't come across on the audio. I, so I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna walk over to Darren and, like... Try to try to comfort you, like say, like I still smell the same, right? <laughs> you know what? Comfort or support. I like right. that. I like that. <laughs> oh, this is a. You know, I think I figure plants, plants, you know, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff. I like that. Go ahead and go ahead and do that comfort or support. Yeah, yeah. Or I tell you what, um, this is actually or, more of a Darren thing. Do you think that would be enough to comfort you, or would you need a little more than that? How about this? How about I point, I comfort or support you by pointing out you're also a bit unique. You change yourself with your flowers. This is sort of like that. Oh. We're both sort of unique in that way. Okay. And okay. I'm going to activate Thermodynamic Miracle Ooh. so I can roll Plus Freak instead of Plus Monday. I like it. Do it. <laughs> Do it. 
that's probably a good thing. That's seven. Nice. Uh, okay, so on a seven, go ahead and take a look at that comforter support, uh, uh-huh. because this is the move that you are doing. Yes. So on a hit, they I think they hear your words. Yes. What else? On a hit, they hear you. They mark potential clear condition or shift labels if they open up to you. Okay, so are you going to open up to the Baroness? Oh, yes. I would think that would click with me very much, because I do feel much like an elf later. Okay. okay. And I will go, oh, oh, it's just like... It's just like when you... Blooming. This is your yes. blooming. When you bloom, you grow horns. Yes. That's one of the things that happens. Yes. Okay, so uh, I think that works. Do, do you want to mark potential clear condition or shift labels? I'm clear condition. But you yeah. got clear. Please and thank you. I want to clear angry. And I also mark potential for activating Bull's heart. That's true. Comforting and supporting my, my love. Wow. That's true. Go ahead and mark that potential. Good Damn. job. Damn. All right. Uh, so at this point, something happens. You notice there's a little corner market kind of across from the cafe, and there seems to be a kerfuffle happening inside. Oh, no. It looks like it looks like a couple of people are maybe trying to rob this place. Oh no! Street crime here in Apex City on the day of the big game, even. Oh, the inhuman! <laughs> the very thought. Maybe, maybe they're just excited from you know. Yeah, maybe the they knows? were so excited they decided to steal a baseball. Uh, right. There, there is, thing, there is yeah. actually a guy with a baseball bat. Oh wow! Uh, and there is, <laughs> and there is uh, a young lady with a gun. Oh, wow. oh. Uh, so there are two people inside this little corner market, and they seem to be holding up the register. They are oh, no. threatening my favorite player, baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you do? I'm going to look to Officer Darren and ask if this is something that we should intervene with. Uh, Officer Darren at the moment is off duty, but he's already calling it in. Okay. He looks over to you, and he's like, "You're closest." All right, I'm going to look at Darren. Say, so you want to go stop some crime? <laughs> I would be most joyful to join you in stopping crime. Let's do it. All right. So you guys head across, and I just want to let you—I just want to let you tell me what that looks like. How are you entering this scene? Oh, we fist bump first. Okay. Yes, obviously. obviously. I like it. Yes. There's a big, you know, splash page. There's a big fist bump. Starburst and yeah, everything. I like that. I like that. I think our artist at this point has changed from the last nine uh, issues. I, mm-hmm. I just now remembered to, to mention this. But I think we're going with more more of a uh, like Noel Stevenson sort of like Lumberjane style for these particular okay. issues. Um, so it's it's kind of it's a little cartoonier than what we're used to. Gotcha. Uh, so I yeah, I definitely like the fist bump sparkles is definitely a thing that can happen here. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you fist bump, you sparkles. Are you just like crashing through the wall? Or are you going to walk into this market? What are you going to do? Uh, I think we're going to get over there quickly. Okay. But then I think we're going to try to defuse it without violence first. Because these seem like street punks and I could probably just... Oh, yeah. You, 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 street punks. you absolutely could. Turn them into mush. Right. Yeah. It would be very that, easy for you to hurt. These are just normal people. Yeah. I um, think I would float over. Okay. Yeah, I think we like walk up behind them like we're going to make a purchase. Mm-hmm. You know, just standing there waiting for them to be done <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the counter. I, I don't know what the, the guy behind the counter is. You is want to do a, this, but... this is not this game, but really, stealth check? You are literally <laughs> shaking the floor oh, yeah, as no, you are walking. Come as on. You, as you walk in, as you walk <laughs> in the door, it's Good going point. to be pretty obvious that you're here. Okay. Uh, I'm not even going to, you can't roll for that right okay, now. Okay, I have no you're stealth. In, you're in rhino mode. It's obvious that you're coming. Gotcha. Fantastic rhino mode. So you, you kind of, you know, lumber in, and I think these, these two see you and immediately realize that something has gone horribly wrong in this uh-huh. low-time, uh, you know, robbery. Um, and the guy with the baseball bat just, like, holds it up, and he looks around, and the, uh, the lady with the gun jumps to the counter and actually grabs the clerk. I see. Uh, so you have yourself a little bit of a hostage situation. <laughs> let's, let's go with Darren. How do you respond to that? How far are we from the perps? 
Not very. You just walked in the door, so like the, the doorbell dings, and okay, yeah. you know, it's not a huge, it's just a little corner market. Okay. I think I would pull an officer, Officer Darren, and I would like do the like finger. <laughs> so you're gonna point finger guns? Yeah. With little, with little blossoms on the end of my fingertips. Like, okay. Like, like, you know, the right to be quiet. <laughs> so. I'm going to build off this, and I'm going to okay. do a little good cop, bad cop. Okay. I'm going to say, whoa, Darren, whoa. Like, I don't <laughs> want to upset my partner here. She, she could fly off the handle any moment. Oh. You know, aliens don't understand human emotion like I do. But <laughs> The guy with the bat is definitely starting to, like, back off a little bit. And the lady with the gun just kind of, like, cocks and is like, I don't want any trouble here. We're, we're just going to take the money, and we're going to leave. And that's how this is going to gonna happen are you so at this point i think um you're trying to convince them not to right trying to convince them to not shoot someone or Or, trying to convince them to not are you going to let them go with the money or because they have a hostage or Mm -hmm. are you going to try and stop them i would be willing to let them leave with the money if they give up the hostage the hostage is my primary objective okay i think i would also my hostage the hostage is the primary objective for me as well but I want I do not want to compromise on letting them get away with that. <laughs> okay. It is I, I don't feel their ill gotten gains <clears throat> should be rewarded. Okay. Uh, so the lady goes, Bosco, get the register, and he gets behind the thing and starts like he's definitely keeping an eye on you too, but he's like shoveling money from the register into like a little brown paper bag. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, with a dollar sign on it? No, no dollar <laughs> sign. They're not that dumb. Okay. What do you two do? Uh, I think I would say let the counter person go home with my finger gun still out. <laughs> I think this sounds like provoking someone. Oh. So mm. go ahead and provoke them. I'm provoking them? Yeah. This isn't, this isn't a, like... <laughs> provoke is what you do to make someone do what you yeah. want them to do. Oh, instead yeah. of the, like, there, there is like no your s- mom doesn't love you type of provoke. <laughs> no, 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 you're not actively trying to hurt them. You're telling oh. them to do a thing. Okay. So, so go ahead and provoke, which is uh, with superior. Oh, wow, wow. Uh, six, and my savior, zero. Superior. Oh, superior is plus one, so seven. Nice. And you don't have the uh, relevant condition that would negate that, right? Oh, negative two. Oh, you're exalted. So I have four. So that's a fail. Mm. Mark potential. So they kind of look at you, they look at these uh, flowery finger guns, and they're like, are those things even loaded? And, And she's like, I'm pretty sure my bullet's faster than your flowers, so let's play this our way. And they are starting to kind of, like, back out the back door. Baroness, do you want to do anything at this point? I do. I want to use my rhino ry- rhino ability and try to shield the guy. <laughs> okay. I want to try to, like, dash really fast and just, like, grab him out of her. Okay. Because, so, like, they can take the money. I don't care. I just want to get that guy out. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and, first off, ma- mark that armature track. I'm going to mark that armature track. And tell me how shielding works. Oh, right. What fits best when Baroness operates? Well, first off, what does the move say? Oh, what does the move say? Yeah. So shielding, so Mark Armager, Mm -hmm. to defend someone from immediate threat by rolling plus freak. Okay. So go ahead and roll freak. That is a 12 on the dice plus two. That's a 14. So that is a successful defend. On a a hit, you keep them safe. So what what does that look like on the page? How do you do this? Right. So You're using your cybernetic rhino bear powers. Right, my cybernetic <laughs> rhino bear powers. Yes. So the best way that I can think of for this to play out, for me to just sort of dash over there and just sort of knock him out of the way. Okay. At least in this this particular yeah. case. Yeah, no, I think that works. 
So, like, then he's gone, and the just left pointing the gun at me, and I'm just going to stare at him. Okay. I like that. Also, you can either add a team to the pool, mm-hmm. uh, take influence over that dude you just protected, mm-hmm. or clear a condition. I'm going to take influence over that shopkeeper. All right. You now have influence over uh, a shopkeeper. <laughs> you will have free Slim Jims the rest of your days. <laughs> yes. Uh, and when that happens, I think these, these, uh, these two criminals, basically, whatever they were here for, they're just going to run. Um, yeah, that's fine. Did they get the money? Uh, not all of it, but they are dashing out the back door. And both of you from outside the back door, as soon as they exit, hear this horrified scream from the lady who had the gun. Oh, no. Uh, and it trails very quickly upwards. <gasps> oh, no. What do you do? I want to go out there and find out what's going on. So are you just going to like fit your giant bear frame out through the tiny back door? Yeah, I mean, okay. I assume right. I take the door frame with me. Sure, I know, but... You just saved this dude's life. He's going he's gonna to cover that. Yeah, yeah. it's insurance. He'll cover that. He'll cover that. And I'm assuming Darren is going as well. Yes, I'll right. float with her. Yes. So the two of you head outside, and you see this guy with this baseball bat swinging wildly at a swarm of bees. Oh, what? Uh, bees. A swarm of bees. And from, above, no. and from above, on the roof of this building, you can hear um, you know, the, uh, the lady with the gun just screaming, Get him off me! Get him off me! Get him off me! Get him off me! No! My natural enemy! And within a couple of seconds, the guy with the bat at this point has just dropped the bat and he's like, please help me, please, oh god, please help me. (laughs) Sorry, in real life, like, as man, bees are actually my natural enemy. I'm terrified of them. This whole, like, situation's, like, my worst nightmare. I was not aware of that. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know, it's funny. I was just like... Okay, well... No, I was just like, sweet Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) This... I'm an employee, run away! Uh, we're gonna have to have a talk about what you guys are afraid of. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, you okay. Mostly just bees for her. Okay, alright, that's fine. So, yeah, are either of you at this point going to try and interact in this in any way? So, the guy with the bat has dropped the bat and run away? No, he's dropped the bat and he's begging you for help. Oh, he's begging for because help. Because he is surrounded okay. by a swarm of bees, which, uh, as a bear, you can actually tell they're not attacking, they're just swarming around him. Oh, they're just swarming around him? Yeah, it's How definitely about... spooky. But How about the one that they, they like, lifted up? You can't see her. She's on the okay. roof. Okay. She's on the roof. Okay. Well, I I want to help him. Okay. Because as a bear, I also don't like bees. Okay. So. <laughs> but they make the honey. <laughs> they do make the honey, but they, they literally the can't honey. even hurt you. <laughs> That's true. They really can't. That's probably true, but it's primal instinct. That's fine. All right. So you're going to try to do this guy. Okay. So yeah, I, I want to, like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to, like, try to swat the bees away or something. Okay. So yeah, you try and swat the bees. I'm just going to go ahead and have you roll to defend this guy. Okay. That's so good. You what's accidentally your, slapped What's him. your savior? <laughs> My savior is zero, so, so that's, that's a three. That's a three. Uh, mark potential. I love the mental image of this big bear clawed, like, swap. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's kind of exactly what happens, is you're trying to swap these bees, and the guy is trying to get to you to help him, and you just accidentally clock him in the I'm face. I'm a little heavier than I'm used yeah. to. And he just, you just knock him right out. <laughs> and so he kind of crumples to the ground. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Sad. And from the roof, you see the rest of the swarm, and this is a strange sight, even in Apex City. You see the rest of the swarm fly down from the roof, trailing behind it this bright orange, like, spandex superhero costume, and all of the bees funnel into the costume, and it's got this blue cape, and standing before you is a mass of bees in a super suit. Oh my gosh. And he puts his hands on his hips and goes, Good job, citizens! <laughs> and he puts up his little bee hand for a high five from the baroness. <coughs> five? <laughs> yeah. And it, uh, it, it's a tingly high five. <laughs> And he looks over at, uh, at you. You handled that situation in there 
quite admirably. <laughs> Admiral. Admirably. Yeah. I think I'd be totally cool with this person. <laughs> Darren would be cool. With Darren this person. would be yes. so cool with Nana's this person. Terrifying. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> like in character, it's fine. Out of character, it's a it's that, a bee man. <laughs> <laughs> Darren would be like, wonderful support. It's always lovely to meet new friends. He goes, yes, you can call me Buzz. And uh, from there, I think we're... Expecting something different. And from there, we're going to move on. It wasn't even a pun. You're losing your touch? No. It's a bunch of bees. Yeah, hive hive anything? Oh, don't you worry. All right. It might be bee language for something else like John or Thomas. We don't know. So I want to move back a little bit as well uh, from there. And let's talk about William. So let's. Lumberjane's artwork is not going to work for William's storyline right uh, now. You know, we might have a little bit of a. We might have multiple artists for this issue. No, I can totally we might see have to. We might have to. I can totually see the Lumberjanes. Actually, I really can, honestly. I've been reading a lot of Lumberjanes recently. But uh, anyhow, I want to start with kind of moving back to that bridge battle again because we haven't seen William since then. True. And I have some ideas about what he's been doing. So you stole a Void Chime from your father's greatest ally, uh, which has not escaped the notice of Frederick and Furnace. You also kind of messed up the op they were on, and there's really no walking that back, and there's no denying it. So, did William smooth things over with Frederick, or did William kind of strike out on his own at this point? Pretty sure he didn't know what to do, so okay. he did not go home. So is this William just deciding he's never going home again? Or is this William, like, he had to take a little bit of time to figure out what to do? Second one. Second one. But he still has not been home yet in the past few days. Okay. Um, so it's been a day or two, you know, past that. You've had some time to think about what William wants to do with this situation. Is he going to go home and repair things with his family? Or is at this point he's going to be like, Dad, you're a supervillain. I can't let you do this. <laughs> I don't think he's quite come to the point of getting that decision made yet. Okay. So I guess then this is a good place to start this. Where is William? He is... Hiding out in the abandoned mall across from the college campus. <laughs> so we're back at the abandoned mall yep. across from Apex U. Yes, okay, what are. abandoned store in the abandoned yes, mall? Yes, okay. are you in the abandoned Forever 21? <laughs> it's gotta yes. be something classier. No, I mean, he's kind of got an edgy streak. Why not be uh, Ooh, an edgy hot topic? Hot topic. Hot topic. Abandoned, <laughs> abandoned hot topic. All the more apt because it has, he hasn't been able to shower in the last few days. <laughs> oh, he's looking very rumpled. All his slicked back good. hairs come down over his eyes instead. Oh, hot topic so is perfect right now. Yes. That's, that's beautiful. So, yeah, um, you've been here for a day or two. How have you been surviving? Have you been, like, scrounging for food? Or are you Because your card's not turned off. You still have access to money. Um, at the moment. It's true. <laughs> Not sure if it's still in there, if it's been abandoned. <laughs> um, I feel like I wouldn't want to use my card because... Mm. That's traceable. I'm yeah. probably looking for me, I yeah. would imagine. And you but... probably have a little bit of cash on you, but I, I don't think William is the kind to carry large he amounts of cash. He does not. Yeah. So he's been surviving on whatever cash he has, but it's almost definitely about to run out. Okay. In this place, there were a couple of things. You've had a couple of days to sort of wander around this mall. And last time we were here, it was in a pretty bad state of repair, and it still is. There are definitely sections I of this mall. I assume there's still a hole in the roof. There is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there are definitely sections of this mall that you can't get to. Um, but you do, you have run across a couple of pieces of what you recognize as, like, overclocks tech, because he was using this as a small base of operations. Oh. 
you don't know what they do or how to interact with them, but every so often we have a panel of William just looking at something like, well, that's something. <laughs> is William going to reach out to anyone at this point, or is he just still hiding? After a couple days, so at this point. Yeah. Yes, I think he's going to come to the conclusion that he doesn't know what to do. Okay. And he needs to bring some other people in on this. Okay. So I think that he would like to contact the other three members of his odd new little friend group sure. um, and ask them to come meet him at the mall. Okay. I have one more question for you at this point. What did William do with the void chime that he started? <laughs> Is he just carrying it on him? He still has it on him. Okay. I also want to contact Debbie. Yes, because Debbie is still waiting for your date. Um, <laughs> and you have Debbie's phone number. So Debbie's digits. Yeah, you got those yes. digits. <laughs> so I want to go ahead and start with, uh, you're contacting the rest of your group. I Are you just calling them, or are you using your Phoenix watch? I'm going to send out, use the Phoenix watch. Phoenix I'm going to send out a okay. message asking them, saying, can you guys meet me tonight at, I feel like I want to try and put this into some, not be super obvious about this, but. Um, can you guys meet me where we met the clockter? <laughs> There's a throwback. Um, okay. No one else called him that besides us. That's, that's true. true. That's so. true. All right. So you all get that message. And I think we're going to get to, um, I think we're going to smooth over to Piro, funny enough, for when that message happens. Right, so pick? I do have a question for Piro. Okay. Did you ever get together with Todd Roman? No. No? Probably not. Okay. Did you check up on Agent LaRange since she got shot? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. you head to the hospital? Yeah. All right. So you're there at the hospital um, with Olivia LaRange, mm-hmm. and she is actually in pretty good spirits. This was not a horrible injury. Um, she is going to be, you know, in the hospital for at least a week. Mm-hmm. They kind of, you know, winged an internal organ, so she's had to have some surgery. But she's high on pain medication and really happy to see you. <laughs> Great. So when you come into her room, are you? did you bring anything for her? Did you bring flowers? Or are you just showing up uh, as Piro? Let's, let's bring some flowers. Okay. Or uh, can we... Uh, I'll mine some flowers. Yeah, you can, yes. And she looks over and she says, Oh, it's wisteria. This is my favorite. <laughs> and she, uh, she takes those and she sits the imaginary bouquet on the counter. And uh, she kind of, you know, motions over. Pull up a chair. Uh, okay, so... Pull up a chair. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna mime that I'm sitting. <laughs> yes. You're really leaning into those mime powers. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you you mime a chair and you have mm-hmm. a sit down. And Olivia asks you, "Have you had a chance to read those letters yet?" Uh, I shake my head. Uh, I do have to uh, to ask one other question because it's it's been a minute. Ruby definitely knows where your previous house was. Mm-hmm. Have you been staying there, or did no, you definitely a different house? Okay, where are you staying? Ooh, just some other house. So you just found like another yeah. abandoned house. Yeah. Another abandoned yellow house. Yeah. <laughs> well, just like abandoned. You just know? abandoned. Okay. You take what you can find. I, th- I think this one is probably not quite as nice as the previous one, just yeah. because it was in a hurry. Um, it probably doesn't have running water, but mm-hmm. like you're just finding a place to squat. Where are those letters? Do you keep them on you, or have you stashed them at the new house, or what is your... Probably keep them. Probably keep them on you. Yeah. Okay. Olivia kind of, like, reaches out, and, like, you can tell that she's trying to, like, and then she she doesn't actually manage to make contact with you. I really appreciate you showing up to help with that. I saw what you did, and let me tell you, I don't know many people that would trap themselves in a box with a ninja like that. That was pretty impressive there, what you did. And 
I, I gotta tell you, uh, the doctors tell me that that box might have deflected the bullet that hit me. So <laughs> wow. um, it could have been much worse is what I'm saying. Wow. So uh, I, mm. I, I just wanted to thank you. And at this point, your uh, little Phoenix watch starts going off and it's mm-hmm. that message from William that he wants you guys to meet tonight at the place where the clockter was. And, and she kind of looks over. That's real neat. I need to take a nap now, though. Um, it was really nice of you to drop in, and you can tell that she is just out of her head. <laughs> right, right. So I wave. And she kind of waves at you yeah. and slowly leans back in the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going anywhere in particular from the hospital? Probably you... probably just back to that house, okay. wherever I'm staying. Okay. So you run back to your house. I think at that point we're just going to flash forward to that night. So you guys are meeting at the abandoned mall across from Apex U. Who gets there first? Because we know William's just going to be there. Correct. But who shows up on the scene first? I feel like the Baroness is always a little bit early to meetings. Okay. Are you just going to meet them inside? Or was there like an, are you waiting for them out front? Or how's that going to work, William? Is it the They'll right? keep walking around. It's not like I'm going to miss where the Baroness <laughs> is. That's true. No, I'm just asking. Is <laughs> I'll William go to her when she enters the mall. Okay. <laughs> so, but, are you, but I would assume at that point you're kind of hanging out towards the front. Yes. Just, okay. Yes, yes, yes. So there's sort of like an abandoned fountain with no water left in it. There's, you know, all these benches that are in various stages of disrepair and graffiti everywhere. Some of it the Baron has put up. Nice. Um, Nice. Bear witness fishes. Yes. Uh, So you have your bear witness fishes mark on the the wall there. And I think we get that panel where the Baroness walks in and kind of looks over at it and realizes that it needs some touching up. And then William is kind of across the courtyard. What do you do? I don't know. I'm still not sure that I trust William after mm-hmm. the last time. It's pretty mm-hmm. fair. <laughs> that's pretty fair. Have so, you seen her since she got her horn? No, no, no that's I'm true. Not. This is a different Baroness. So I'm kind of gonna like, I'm gonna like nod and give him a nod. So like, I know you're there. I'm not killing you right now. Did, did you get bigger? Yes. How rude. <laughs> How unbelievably rude. No, it's a compliment for bears. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, means you're ready for hibernation. You can't sweet talk me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. You can't sweet talk me. That's flirting. Me. Got swole. <laughs> wow, I like that. Oh. Are you okay? Wow. You're looking wow. ready for hibernation. <laughs> so, so I'm gonna take this moment to change my bull's heart, and I'm gonna shift William to my rival. Yeah, do that. That's good. That makes sense. So I think at this point, uh, more or less. You still have influence over me. You're aware of that too, right? Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. And more or less, I think at this point, um, Piro and Darren... I don't. Well, you do now. Really? That's true. Because when I shift to my my rival, you now have influence over me. Interesting. Because I care about what you think. So at this (laughs) point... In a weird way. (laughs) At this point, Piro and uh, Darren show up. The two of you arrive outside at the same time. And your last encounter was working surprisingly well together as a team. Tendril Um, wave. (laughs) And you can hear, like... William and the Baron is talking from inside. We've gathered our group uh, in this abandoned mall courtyard with this sad, sad, empty fountain. And William is looking probably particularly rough. Like, you, you've you never seen him not put together. Are you molting? You look awful. <laughs> I think it's a good look for you. In a manner of speaking, I guess? Okay, so. You know, the night was pretty fun, huh? You betrayed <laughs> us. <laughs> Not exactly. I'm going to pull out the uh, void chime. I'm going to instinctively flinch and jump back a little bit. Ooh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. So, my family is into some interesting things. 
My father is collecting these. Apparently, my understanding, there are five of them. And the more of them you put together, the more destructive they become. To the point where apparently they can sink a continent if you get all five of them together. The group that attacked Bulletproof works with my father. Which is why I was able to temporarily take control of that group. Tried to turn them away, didn't really go as intended. But when I saw the woman pull this out, I decided to take it from her instead. I know for a fact that my father has another one of these, and I know a... where two more of them are. And frankly, I don't quite know what to do right now. Because I don't feel like I can afford to give these back to my father. So I want to pause right quick. Does this seem like William is sharing a vulnerability? It does. Yes. yes. Read that move. Team move? Yeah. Yes. I was hoping this would help me to clear a couple conditions. <laughs> when you share a vulnerability or a weakness with someone, tell them a secret about your legacy, including your own true feelings about it. To yeah. you can do this to clear a condition and give them influence over you. Okay. I would qualify this as giving influence to everyone yeah. if they don't already I, have it. I do in this case want to keep the team move to the one person that I think you're addressing this to most. So who do you think that is? I suppose it'd be the Baroness then. Mm. Makes sense. She's the one that got hard with this thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, is there anything contingent in that team move over whether they like open up or any of that kind of stuff? Or do you do it? I'm just telling secrets, you just do which it. is what okay. I'm doing. Okay. So you can go ahead and clear a condition, um, or it is just clear a condition, right? Clear a condition and give influence. And give Wait, influence. though, you haven't <clears throat> shared your true feelings on it. Um, it's it's either. I think it says share a, a secret or... It says including. Yeah. Tell them a secret about your legacy, including your own true feelings. Okay. My true feelings are I don't know right now. Yeah. yeah. And, and the I, secret of your legacy is that your dad's possibly a genocidal madman. Yeah. So that's a good I think that I think that's a secret, yeah. So since um, I already have influence over you... You will shift William's right. labels. Yes. So go ahead <laughs> so. and shift those labels. I definitely say this shifts your danger up in my eyes, and I'm going to say it shifts your freak down. Okay, because you can kind of see more like vulnerable human yeah. side. Yeah, no, yeah, that makes sense. But you've got this weapon of mass destruction that you saw what one of them can do to yeah. you personally, so. Yeah. Just one of them. Yeah, that was one. All right. So with that, with that secret shared... Oh, that's, that's hard. That's hard. I am processing emotions. So I imagine just like a loading bar that says <laughs> processing emotions. <laughs> oh, that's good. And on that note, I think we are going to pause and we will see you next issue. Masks A New Generation is written for Magpie Games by Brendan Conway. It is made of emotions, bad decisions, and spandex. Give it your dollars, it's well worth them. The Baroness is played by Christina. Piero is played by Lenny. You can find her on Instagram at catfood, C4T food. William Infernus is played by Jordan. Darren is played by Nan. Find her on Instagram at nanjitsu. Apex City is GM'd by Jeremy, who also writes the music and edits this podcast. Our album art was provided by Ash Brandt. Find them on Twitter at cinder underscore Brandt. 
on Instagram at brant.ash, and on Tumblr at Kimmons. Find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Follow us on Twitter at ApexCityCast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next episode.